we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just plain right. Hey, by the way, before we go too much further, I'm going to have to read some text messages, and I also got to tell you about my friends at uh, Riley and Jackson Law Firm. So here's the deal. Riley and Jackson, these are folks that I know, by the way. I'm not just doing this in the blind. These are not like some lawyers that just paid me to say this. I know these folks personally, all right? I've worked with them on cases. I've even worked with them on some issues. Riley and Jackson, they're a law firm that's not just right on the law. They're right on politics, if you know what I'm saying. So Riley and Jackson Law Firm let me know that they're working hard on this Camp Lejeune water contamination thing. So if you were a service member or a dependent, or for that matter, a contractor or just an extended visitor, and you were there between somewhere between 1953 and 1987, big window of time, you may have been exposed to contaminated water, confirmed contaminated water that has led to upwards of 19 different major illnesses. So yeah, you may be eligible for a claim. They will, they will talk with you. You'll get a real person on the phone, and they'll talk you through it, and they'll tell you whether you may or may not qualify for a claim, and they will not get paid unless they get money for you. But they're working on another one, too. They, they let me know they had several members of the Right Side audience uh, sign up as, as Camp Lejeune uh, clients, but then they also said, hey, make sure you tell them about this firefighting foam thing. I said, what's that about? They said, well, the deal is if you were a firefighter or in the military using firefighting foam, there was a form of firefighting foam that was carcinogenic. And, and it, is, it is on record now as having caused several types of cancer. And so you may be eligible for a claim if you were indeed a first responder or a military member using firefighting foam. Talk to Riley and Jackson. They'll tell you. So here's their phone number. I'm about to give it to you. They, they're based in Birmingham, but they work all over the state. Riley and Jackson, 205-879-5000. That's Riley and Jackson, 205-879-5000. And then do me a favor. Tell them you heard about it on Right Side Radio. Good stuff. Uh, oh, I got to do the thing here. <gasps> no representation made the quality legal service before the great quality legal service for other lawyers. Bam. We just quit timing it because I'm, I'm 2.7 to 2.8 every single every time. Every single time. Like, like shabam. <laughs> just, all right. Um, I tell you what, I got to read some text messages. So first of all, Becky from Shelby County squared me away. Becky, thank you very much. Becky from Shelby County, I could not remember the date when Congress convenes. I was getting myself confused with inaugural type dates. And she reminds me, nope, they are seated next Tuesday, January 3rd. So, uh, yep, new Congress next Tuesday, January 3rd, to include George Santos. Um, all right, there's that. Uh, Danny from Decatur uh, just wanted to talk about uh, military stuff. Um, said something about going on uh, at uh, Whiteman Air Force Base with a B-2 bomber. Uh, I did hear that, and they locked down all B-2s. I did see that, uh, Danny. Uh, thanks for the heads up. Uh, I think they got that, that cleared, and now the B-2s are back in the air, too, by the way. Um, uh, oh, man, Tony from Piedmont sent me pictures of the Jeep project he's got going on. That's good stuff. I'm digging it. In fact, what's under the hood there? Let, let does not look, that is not stock. All right, that is not stock. I'm seeing, I can't see where the distributor is. That's a Ford. That's a Ford engine, it appears. Uh, but anyway, Tony, appreciate you, man. Uh, John from Brownsboro. He heard us talking about food. By the way, in case y'all didn't know, the official food of Right Side Radio is maple bacon donuts. Um, but uh, but there's there's that. Uh, what else have I got in here? Trying to scroll down. David from Huntsville. Um, the answer for Biden is he can't help but be stupid. That's, okay. <laughs> That's lying's part of his character. He says Scott from Huntsville says something similar. Joe B is not a pathological liar. He's a congenital liar, meaning it's a birth defect. <laughs> Okay, um, uh, Glenn from Bluntsville. 
How many degrees does Obama not have since his records are sealed and we'll never know? I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, I, I think he does have an Ivy League loss. I mean, there, there's always questions, though, about how he got into, uh, was it Yale Law, I think, or Harvard Law? Uh, I don't know. Um, but uh, Brian from Huntsville. Um, with regards to Santa, everyone knows if Santa was real, NORAD would have taken him out about 1985. <laughs> <laughs> Paul from Athens, Biden is bad on plagiarism also. Um, oh, and, and here's the quote she said that Gabbard had said. Thank you for this, Paul. With regards to George Santos saying it would go over the heads of most Americans, she said, wow, you just kind of highlighted, I think, my concerns and the concerns people at home have. You're saying that this discussion will go way above the heads of the American people, basically insulting their intelligence. That's what she said. That was, that was a heck of an interview. He, he did the right thing going on and the wrong thing talking. That's all there was to it. Michael, Ta Michael from Taft, Tennessee, uh, says, uh, growing up, my father told me if I ever saw a politician's <laughs> lips moving, he was lying to me. Okay, there you go. Um, and, then, and then Dustin from <laughs> Hazel Green goes, is Biden Catholic? Could you imagine that confessional? Okay, there's that. Uh, Hillary also claimed, according to Kenny, Hillary also claimed to have been named for Sir Edmund Hillary, but did not, he did not become known till, but he did not become known until he summited Everest in 1953 and she was born in 47. So there you have it. Um, Stephen from Madison says, a form of firefighting phone. Say that three times fast. <laughs> a form of firefighting phone. Firefighting, I can't do it. I'm going to move on. Um, listen, and then Tony from Piedmont says, the freedom to believe as a child is as important. And folks never lied to us. We just believed until we didn't. I like it. Good stuff. All right. Saying that, we're up against the break. Perfect timing. Right on the money. It's like, we, it's like we're experts around here or something. <laughs> Professionals. Professionals. This new microphone Ish. makes you feel like a professional boomer. I just want you to know. <laughs> I like it. We're professional-ish. Yes. Ish. Ish. <laughs> All right, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, coming right back with the third part of the Triple Dipper, Green Blackouts. Green Blackouts. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. back phil williams right side radio solid conservative just plain right covering down on some ground across the northern part of the great state of alabama talking about down south of birmingham up north of huntsville tuscaloosa back on over to gadsden and parts of georgia tennessee and mississippi all thrown in just for good measure um i got a caller on the line is that jeff jeff from indiana how are you my brother i'm doing fine phil how are you i'm good i'm good what's on your mind today buddy Hey, uh, you know you're talking about uh, lying and everything, politicians. And uh, th this guy in New York, if if he was to switch his party to the Democrat right now, I think they would probably all shut up pretty quick. I think they would. I don't think we'd hear anything about it because you know 
Democrats are, you know, they know their line and stuff, and and they don't. Their electorate don't care. <laughs> I mean, they're electing dead people. They're Fetterman. Yeah. stuff like that. That's, so it really doesn't matter. That's what I said uh, uh, earlier when I when Stephanie Smith was on. Was they're they're used to it in that party, so why let's let them let's let them have him? But uh, you know that majority we have right now, that Republican majority is so thin. Uh, I guarantee you, Republicans are like, oh crap, we can't stand to lose one, and they can't. They can't afford to lose a one right now. Oh, I know it's sad, but uh, but and, and you know, I hope no one ever apologizes for calling the American electorate stupid. Because, I mean, uh, the majority of the American electorate right now is stupid. In, in, in the famous words of Forrest Gump, stupid is as stupid does. <laughs> and That's that, why we got Joe Biden and is our president. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, you look at it and, and, um, and, and they, they literally campaigns go out there and they, and they say one thing and then they do another too often. And that's what's so frustrating. It's like, okay, just listen, folks, please be an informed voter. Just dig in a little bit. Find out whether it's true. You know, they're on the record. Go check their record. Go find out. But anyway. And, and that's why I need you to run for president in 24, man, because I, I want oh. somebody I can trust. Oh, <laughs> well, don't don't ever wish that on me, man. I, uh, I Right now, I've got a mission in life, and it involves a microphone. So uh, we'll, we'll just stay with what we got. Um, you, you need a new mission. <laughs> oh, well, listen. All right, Jeff, you have a good day, man. Happy New Year if we don't talk soon, all right? All right, Phil. Have a happy New Year. Thank all right. You. Take care. Uh, we, we got, we got a, we got a great audience. I tell you what, mm-hmm. Hey, um, listen, uh, I'm going to switch over here and talk a little bit in the third part of the triple dipper with what time we do have left. Um, and, and I got to tell you, this is a big deal. This is, this is huge. So we just had a generational cold wave, like the kind that you don't see in an entire generation, but once we're talking single digit temperatures. And I just saw pictures a while ago. I mean, it was, it was a huge swath of the nation, by the way. I just saw pictures a while ago of um, in Buffalo, New York. Uh, uh, I think it's Buffalo. Isn't Buffalo on Lake Erie? I believe it is. Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo uh, lakefront houses where the lakefront spray blew in off the water and froze to the outside. And the houses look like they're carved out of ice. The whole house is just – And but then down here, we had issues. I mean – you got pipes bursting everywhere. You got things that are happening like that. You got water systems. That's it. That's the picture I saw. You got water systems that are um, uh, are, are in jeopardy. In Selma, Alabama, we got uh, an entire water system in jeopardy. But in the meantime, what we didn't expect to have happen happened. TVA, which covers a huge section of this listening area, TVA is the power source that so many Alabamians, Tennesseans, and others rely on. TVA had rolling blackouts. Now listen, when I was in Baghdad in 04, rolling blackouts were a thing because the grid could not sustain the level of, um, of draw. The, the, when you get to peak usage, the grid couldn't sustain it. And people were, were literally, you know, they were complaining because power would go out in one place in order to maintain the system they had to do it. You don't expect that here. That was a war-torn nation where the, the tyrant who had run it had, had no means of, of, of running it well, no ability to run it well. And, and yet, this is America. And we had rolling blackouts with TVA? TVA has been around for almost 90 years. In 90 years, they have never had rolling blackouts. They just did. Well, it was a generational cold. I get it. It was, it was massive peak usage. 
story here that I've got on, uh, which one have I got? Let's see, which one do I want? I've got several stories here on the issue. Um, one of them just cited the fact that we were at uh, peak production for TVA. At the same time, we were at peak usage. In other words, we were, at, we were spiking both. They had never produced that much electricity, and it still wasn't enough. So I get it, but rolling blackouts in America, that shouldn't be a thing. So 1819 News has a story that just came out uh, today's date. Dale Strong, uh, the new congressman-elect who takes his seat next week. Thank you, Becky, for Shelby County. Uh, Dale Strong and Mo Brooks, the outgoing congressman, both blast TVA for North Alabama rolling blackouts. They cite a green energy push and the abandonment of the Belfont nuclear plant for the shortcomings. So two things there. One is there is a constant barrage of activism against um, official and unofficial, against uh, uh, TVA and other, and other power providers, for that matter. Uh, you maintain a grid, you're going to hear from the activists. But, but that being said, the activists are pushing, pushing, and pushing constantly, trying to increase the level uh, of the um, uh, renewables, so, so-called renewables, uh, in, the, uh, in, the, in the portfolio. Now, right now, here's the point. Now, Times Free Press of Chattanooga did a great piece on this. Um, Times Free Press of Chattanooga has, here's the breakdown story that came out uh, two days ago. They say that TVA's energy mix is 39% nuclear, 26% natural gas, 19% coal, 11% hydro, 3% solar and wind. So when I say renewables, I'm not saying that that's the vast majority, but it's an increase over where it used to be. Two things have happened. One is they point out in this article that future Congressman Strong and now Congressman Brooks both point out that TVA has been in pursuit of shutting down its coal-fired plants, bowing to the whims of the Biden administration and the Green Party and the Green uh, activists. They are literally beginning to close down coal-fired plants. And, and, and Dale Strong even said, Over the last several years, the TVA has declined to pursue completing the Belfont nuclear plant, I'll get to that in a minute, and closed two coal-fired plants in North Alabama. At the time each of these decisions were made, we were assured TVA had plenty of generating capacity to power the entire Tennessee Valley. But in light of the recent rolling blackouts across North Alabama, I would like to hear from TVA on the status of their current capacity. And he went on to say he plans to ensure his constituents have power during a winter storm if it ever happens again. Outgoing U.S. Representative Mo Brooks gave a harsher criticism, go figure, uh, nothing to lose and never one to mince words, uh, gave a harsher criticism of how the TVA had handled the recent cold weather. He told 1819 News that he, too, wanted to see the Belfont project completed and called the TVA's refusal to do so the worst federal boondoggle in history. He said there's a big and a small picture. Coal and nuclear are cheaper, thus saving TVA citizens on the utility bills. Notwithstanding that, TVA has shifted in favor of what he calls exotics that are both less reliable and more expensive. And then he talked about Belfont nuclear plant. So here's the thing. As a state legislator uh, in northeast Alabama, I was asked to go and tour the Belfont nuclear plant facility. If you're not familiar, it sits over in Jackson County at Scottsboro, that area. It's a full-on, when you drive up, you're like, wow. This thing is just like out of the movies. It's huge. You got those giant, you know, kind of hourglass, reverse hourglass shaped stacks. And, and, and there it sits. Started in the 70s. And in, in actually, it's in Hollywood, Alabama, near Scottsboro. 
It got to the point of being close to 90% complete when, for reasons unknown, TVA shelved the project and then restarted it again several times and then shut it down again. In 2021, they just pulled all final requests and construction permits and abandoned this plant, which if you drive up, you're looking at it going, how did we abandon something that is almost finished? After how much was spent on it? Well, a guy named Franklin Haney came in. He owns a company called Nuclear Development LLC. He offered to buy the plant for $111 million, which, by the way, is a fraction of what TVA spent. TVA spent $6 billion on the Belfont plant and never fired it up, never once. Haney offered to buy it for $111 million and complete the construction and then move forward with bringing new power to the grid as a privately owned nuclear development. TVA initially took his offer, and then TVA backed off. Some believe that what happened was, in order to secure the financing for the project, that Haney had, agree, had, had signed an agreement with the city of Memphis to provide them with nuclear power, and that TVA didn't want to lose that major client. There was also the belief that green activists got involved and, and gummed up the works. Whatever the case, we have a massive almost nuclear facility sitting in northeast Alabama producing nothing, and TVA is sitting on it, and they won't do a thing about it. In the meantime, they're shutting down coal plants. Why? Because the Biden administration's got a war on coal. And then we have rolling blackouts for the first time in history. Now, rolling blackouts are not new. We just had them in California in the heat. Rolling blackouts in California. California, by the way, has its own GDP that is bigger than most countries in the world. California, the epicenter of Silicon Valley. California, the place where it's supposedly so amazingly progressive that all things work together well if you live in California. Not so. They can't control the grid in the high peak times, and they were warning people of overusage causing rolling blackouts in California during summer heat. And we've experienced the same thing here in winter cold. What we're seeing is grids that are being converted to more. And I, by the way, I'm not an expert. I, I don't try to portray myself as an expert, but I'm reading what's going on in the various levels of reporting. And I'm trying to do a deep dive on it and give you the facts. And what we're seeing is the expansion of the green portfolio, the shutdown of the gas operated plants and the refusal to expand nuclear capability. And suddenly we're having rolling blackouts for the first time in modern history in the United States. And that shouldn't be happening. Shouldn't be happening at all. And TVA has got some splaining to do. Boomer, take us to a break, man. We'll do that right now. We'll come right back and put a lid on that one. Wrapping it up, green blackouts. Can you imagine? 10 degrees outside and your power goes off. That sucks. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.
And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just plain right. Loving this new microphone, Boomer. Thank you, my friend. Boomer gave me a new microphone for Christmas, and it is like uh, silky smooth. <laughs> like, like I'm a crooner now. I'm a, I'm a crooner. Is a that a crooner. word? A crooner. I'm a Ish. crooner. A crooner. I just feel like like Frank Sinatra just stepped out. Fly me <laughs> to the moon. Anyway, all right. So, uh, hey, listen, I got to tell you guys, uh, ZLA Solutions, our original sponsor, been with the show since the day we went on the air. ZLA Solutions is just doing an epic good job at, 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 at getting people and jobs lined up. If you personally are looking for a job, you can go to their website, ZLAUSA.com. You can check it out. You will find jobs posted all over North Alabama right now and beyond, for that matter. Good-paying jobs with good employers, high wages. Check them out. But if you're also an employer needing to fill out the ranks of your workforce, well, then, yeah, ZLA Solutions at ZLAUSA.com. They can do the recruiting, the background checks, the drug testing. They can do it blue-collar, white-collar, no-collar. It don't matter. ZLA Solutions. I know these folks personally. I talk to them all the time. They're good at what they do. Just had one of the best years they've ever had because they're being sought after. And they, by the way, they're they're constantly hearing people say, "I've heard about y'all on the radio." That's why we called. Um, had a truck driver pulled up in front of ZLA's uh, office not long ago and say, "This is ZLA. I've been hearing about y'all on the radio all the time." Anyway, check them out. ZLA Solutions at zlausa.com. And, uh, and tell them you heard about it on the Right Side Radio. I'd appreciate that too. I uh, had uh, a number of texts come in um, and, uh, and, and just, just all kinds of stuff. I'm trying to find, where was it? Uh, Rita from Scottsboro said, how come we're having single-digit temperatures and, and we're not hearing anything about global warming now? <laughs> Funny how that works. Um, they call it climate change, by the way, now, Rita. That's the thing. That way they can, it, no matter what the temperature does, they can still call it climate change. So it's, you'll notice the buzzwords. Used to be we were going to wind up having the... Uh, the next ice age back in you know, the late 70s, uh, we were looking at uh, uh, acid rain. We were talking about all the different things that were going to crush the world. And now what we have is just climate change. That way they can add anything they want to under that umbrella. Uh, Grandma Wanda from Coleman, I see you eat your text. Thank you very much. Uh, Raven from Russellville. <laughs> Raven from Russellville says, between the Green New Deal and the cow farts, we might be in trouble. That cow flatulence, man, that'll 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 yeah, that'll get you. Rolling blackouts left and right with that cow flatulence messing <laughs> things up. Um, all right, hey, listen, you got to look at this too, and you and you recognize I, I, TVA. You want to believe they know what they're doing, but I also know this: they are being forced to do things, and they're also, by the way, answering the call of the activists who don't have our best interests at heart. They'll claim it's for the environment. No, it's not. It's because you have a passion about something that you're just ornery about, and and we're all supposed to just suffer. Well, you need to use less electricity anyway. Well, then why are you making us drive electric cars? I mean, this depends on which way. Well, it's carbon emissions. Okay. What are we going to do when we plug all those cars in at night and try to charge them for the next day, and the rolling blackouts occur, and then we can't charge our cars, so we, we can't go to work? What do we do? Uh, the ambulance has to be powered by... Uh, you know, an electric uh, vehicle or EV systems and we can't get somebody to the hospital. What do we do? These kind of things are just not thought through, and we're seeing it right now. Uh, in fact, I've got a story here. This, this, this one, Boomer, when you were helping with the resources this morning, did you see the story about North Carolina? Ooh, I did. That's just a weird story. So I did not know this. So, I mean, I do know th- there's one aspect of 
if you set up like solar cells or windmill power at your house and you generate more than your house needs, you can actually have the power bought back from you by whoever your service provider is, like Alabama Power or TVA. You can arrange for them to buy your excess power. They'll do that. Kind of weird. But how about this? What if we move to electric vehicles as a modern you know, movement, like there's millions of them, and they're all like a bunch of batteries sitting in a garage? Can we do reverse charging to where the power grid can then draw from your electric vehicles while you're sleeping at night? Huh. Well, they're talking about it right now. A uh, story out of uh, North Carolina. Uh, electric vehicle advocates dream of a day when millions of electric cars can help back up America's energy grids by letting their power be drawn down because they're plugged in at night. They're sourced into the system. It's kind of like a hack almost. Right. It would be it would be powering the grids, but then there would be no power for the car. So I, I look at that and go, yeah. So, <laughs> but you 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 come home with half a charge. You plug it in for the night. You're ready to go the next morning. You can't start the car. Why? Because, oh, I don't know, maybe Duke Energy tapped in and stole your power overnight. <laughs> this is fraught with disaster. This is like saying, you know, we don't have enough to feed people, so we're going to reach into your refrigerator and get a little something-something. That's right. Wow. Well, did you hear about the Tesla owner? that He was a, a 44-year-old uh, radio presenter, and he had to cancel his Christmas plans because his Tesla would not charge in the 19-degree weather. Oh, that's right. I heard that they they, they struggle with charging in cold weather. Mm-hmm. So it just never charged. So he missed Christmas. Yeah. Dang. I know. Sad. He didn't have another form of transportation. I hope he sent Elon Musk a tweet about that one. I think he tried to get a hold of Tesla, and he. Ha- I don't know if he's heard back now. This was five days ago. This this uh, this article. Well, I, I, it's, uh, this is not going to work. <laughs> the, the the push towards mandatory EV and saying that by 2035 we're going to have all vehicles in California are going to be electric is not going to work. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. It's going to disrupt commerce. It's going to it's going to be a complete boondoggle. And especially if the energy grid is allowed to tap into your garage Ooh. and draw some power down from your vehicle while you thought you were charging, you're really helping fuel you know somebody's house down the street who needed more power. Uh oh. Green blackouts. That's what I call it. Green blackouts. All right, folks. Great day. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Boomer and I back here tomorrow at 2. Y'all have an amazing night. We'll see you then.